So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Read Entertainment Podcast, episode 214 for September 8th, 2019. Joining me this week, we have, in order of importance, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Hey, you don't really mean that. And Andrew Roa McVane. Quacker, quacker, quack. quack, quack. And of course, I'm here as your host, Nathan Reed and Spruth, every single week because I have no life. So... Let's get into let's get into asking what games you've played this week. Aroa, what games have you played this week and where can we find you? Hey, you know, I've been hitting up that World of Warcraft classic. Uh, it's a pretty great time, you know, if you like to stand still and hit things with a stick over and over again without any real input. It's a great time, let me tell you. I mean, how many hey. clicker games do you play? You know, I wish it was as involved as a clicker game, but it's really not. <laughs> like, like that would clicker that clicker would... games have resource management. Uh, they have, you know, you click more than once per minute, usually. You know, you should uh, we should do that. We should make an MMO clicker game. In the I would not. I would not be surprised if something along those lines already existed. I wouldn't be surprised either, but it would be like a fantasy world clicker game where you then buy your, like, like you work towards, like, getting a mountain stuff. You know, actually. I think that's something... called EVE Online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, something, there's a, there is a clicker that is a first-person shooter, uh, Time Warpers, that, oh. uh... It would actually that you could translate that gameplay into an MMO type thing. It'd be kind of interesting. I anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, playing a lot of that World of Warcraft. Um, playing a lot of that uh, Steam OS is a fucking annoying pile of shit. Why are you um, Why are you playing with Steam OS? So I want to have a a dedicated like low power gaming machine that okay. uh, that I can use just for playing like most of the games that I play because honestly most of the games that I play are like 2D or they're wow or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know they're 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 literally clickers like my probably my most played games in the last couple of months have been crush crush and so, wow. So why don't you instead of using SteamOS because even Valve's given up on SteamOS at this point. Why don't you just use like Ubuntu or something like that? Well, or or like Lubuntu. The main thing was I wanted to have access to Proton. Because that's okay. the one thing that Valve is continuing to like put effort into and I had assumed that it would be easier to use Proton with SteamOS. That is incorrect, I also, my friend. I also happened to already have SteamOS installed on this particular machine that I was working ah. with because I had used it as a streaming box. Like, I had it upstairs, and I would stream games from my downstairs PC. Well, I see. 
Anyway, the short of it was, um, I got it, I, I got it up and going at first, and then it just wouldn't get a network connection. Just refused. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I just reinstalled SteamOS entirely. Then come to find out, in SteamOS by default, you can't run Steam outside of big picture mode. Okay. And, uh, you can't add games that aren't like you can't add arbitrary executables because, uh, be, because they're not in big picture because you can't have them in big picture mode is that well like like big picture mode will let you add a non-steam game to your library but it only searches like specific directories and stuff for and i think it only searches for dot desktop items it won't let you add an, a dot exe so so what so, you're telling me is it's bad yeah, and then like trying to just run a non-Steam, uh, fucking Windows game in using Proton is a gargantuan pain in the ass. Um, I bet. I ended up. I, I found some kind of like open source game launching application for Linux that is like obviously since it's open source and Linux, like it, it'll work across pretty much any distribution, but uh. That seems to utilize Proton in some way, so I might come back to that at some point. But yeah, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, maybe I'll just fucking put Windows 7 on here and be done with it. Well, I was thinking just put like Lubuntu or something if you wanted to use Proton. Well, the, and stuff. the problem is it, it, like, even if I get a functional Linux OS on there that isn't a big pain in the ass. I still have to somehow get WoW working within Proton, and okay. and Pro Proton is is just wine. It's a it's yeah, it's Valve's a own yeah uh, branch of of wine, which works then better than wine had previously though. So that's yes, good. yeah. It's it, they're they're it's one of a couple of big projects that are being worked on to make wine much more cross compatible. In case but, anybody doesn't uh, know, well let's let's just say anybody in the audience if you don't know wine is not an emulator. But it is an emulator. What it stands for. Yeah, yeah. So but but it's wine basic but basically what it does is it tries to get Windows executables to work on Linux distributions. It's a I believe it's a it's a Win32 syscall interpreter. Okay. So it it takes uh it takes any calls that a windows application would make and translates them into linux native syscalls yes so that so. linux can understand what the windows app is trying to say to it yeah it um, it so it's not an emulator <laughs> um did so you've been playing wow you played yeah. with steam os you do anything yeah, else? Yeah. Uh, I downloaded all the updates for uh, Smash, which we will talk about. Obviously, okay. okay. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that during the. But the, the yeah, I did that. Segment. I downloaded all the demos that they announced, and yeah. So, well, at least somebody has I been doing finally, something because I didn't do. I finally plugged my Switch back in. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I've noticed Good. you've been playing. So. And where can we find you? A row dot website. 
Yep, roa.website. I'm about to update it with my coffee link because cool. I don't have a job that's giving money. Yeah. yeah oh, Roa. yeah. I'm a network engineer now. Wait, what? I, I got my network plus. That means I can I can technically say I'm an engineer. Nice. Congrats. Now you need to now you need to get a job. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so Connor, what games have you played, and where can we find you? I played a whole bunch of games this week, actually, which is unusual for me. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Three Remaster for the Nintendo Switch because I'm one of eight people in the world who actually likes that game. And I'm in a tricky position in the game right now, because I usually 100% these things. And I'm kind of at a point where I can now do all of the naval missions that aren't, like, forgetting the Captain Kid uniform, you know, the bad ones. Yeah. And I'm just not sure if I want to do it again. Uh, don't. So, I'm, so the I might tricky not... spot isn't where you're trying to jump into a window, but you keep jumping across it over and over again? <laughs> I, I was going to ask that, that, that actually. Happen. That, uh, that's a different kind of tricky spot. <laughs> that was good. Uh, but there is DLC for this game, the uh, the Tyranny of George Washington that I've never played before. And then it also comes with Assassin's Creed Liberation. Liberation, I mean, that I haven't played yet. So I might uh, I might just say fuck it to 100%ing this game and start trying the new content. It's a good thing those MAGA people haven't found out that there's an expansion called The Tyranny of George Washington. Because... Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I bet there would be some protests. They'd be like, oh, this game's bad. It well, makes fun of it, George Washington. It's in an alternate timeline where George Washington becomes a power-hungry king or some bullshit like that. I think that was the, the actual timeline, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know much about history. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so Assassin's Creed 3. And... Uh, I've been playing a fuck ton of Pavlov. It's a sale week, so it's sort of been like, you know, the newbie grinder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I gotcha. Oh, yeah. I don't get why you guys don't like the game. I fucking love that game. I think I never said I don't it. like the game. I'm just bad at it. I I'm, That's I why I'm fun. doing the thing with the low power gaming PC, by the way, is so I can leave my main rig in the other room and I can play fucking VR games more. Mm -hmm. um, I've, yeah. I've been getting a lot of use out of my VR headset lately. Uh, I actually just ordered the the uh, the Valve controllers. Yes, the uh, index so, controllers, right? Index controllers, yeah. I couldn't think of the goddamn product name. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited to see those show up. I I think that's going to be a game changer, like Andy said, like three weeks ago or something like that. It's always weird when people call him Andy. Uh, I don't know uh, why. Uh, when, yeah, uh, I know his name is Andrew, and people use Andy as a nickname. But the first time it happened was one of his friends was like, oh, yeah, Andy. And I was like, who the fuck is Andy. And why, what, oh, okay, so, uh, Pavlov, what else? Any other VR games you've been playing? Uh, I played VR Chat for the first time. That is a weird game. I saw you playing that, and I so wanted to, like, because you can play it without VR, mm -hmm. but I so wanted to just go find you. Dude, you should have. Just to fuck I, with you. I was having a lot of fun as, uh, you know in Spongebob how sometimes, like, there's a news broadcast and it's just a fish? Yes. I was walking around as that fish, and people would stop what they were talking about and just look at me, and I'd be like, hi, I'm a fish. Like, I got I got into, like, really lazy 3D modeling because of that game. And I, I have a custom Konata uh, 3D model that I ripped off of somebody and then rigged for VRChat. 
I remember on Twitter when you were making that like fuck a year ago or something like that. I, yeah. I had a lot more fun than I thought I would, but it's a weird game. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, as a fish, I went into the furry club and none of them liked me in the furry club, which was just the best. Why not? What the hell, man? So the it, the animation is like if you're walking, you're just kind of flopping on the ground. So oh, I'd okay. see people like doing dances, and I'd just be like, "Hey, I'm walking in a circle now, floppy fish." <laughs> I and, don't. And that's I when I got kicked out of the furry club. I don't think I would enjoy that game for more than a few minutes, but maybe. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. You, you gotta, you gotta make your There's own. There's so fun. much, yeah. That, like it's it's it, it's really. It's the next generation of Second Life. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. It's Second Life. It sounds like Second Life. Except in Second Life, you can't be um, a skin that makes it so you're actually playing Star Fox 64. Um, <laughs> I think you can. I don't know. There, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things you could just import into the game, into Second Life. I had a friend who had played that qu- quite a bit, and she was insane. So... <laughs> And then uh, last game, I've been doing a lot of night shifts at work, which has basically been meaning I've been having my Switch on me at work all night. Um, I've been playing so much Civ Six. How's that on the Switch? It's fine. Okay. It's just fine. It's fine. Just fine. I, um, I still think PC is the way to go, but as far as being able to play a game that takes multiple hours on the go, there's something that goes with that. PC is definitely the way to go when it comes to... Game. Playing a game, well, playing a game like Civilization Six, right? Like you're, at least to me, it seems like just having a mouse and keyboard is going to be a lot more efficient than using a touchscreen or a, a the controllers. So, that's I at mean, least that's to me. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I used to do that with uh, with Civ Five when the Microsoft Surface first came out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's. It's not like these aren't things you can't already do. It's just nice being able to do them on the go with the Switch. And you can use the touchscreen on the Switch, too. Yeah, I figured. I figured. That's why I said that. Mm-hmm. So uh, where can we find you? Did we already say that? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Aro.website. Okay, Aro.website. He's going to put all of our links on there. That's what no, he's going to do. Whatever on there is good enough. <laughs> and uh, lastly, you can find me, Nathan, Reet and Spruth, everywhere at Reeton. Um, at a row dot so, website. At a row dot web. No, uh, <laughs> twitter.com forward slash Reeton, YouTube Reeton. Uh, you can find this podcast at Reeton Podcast pretty much everywhere. So Spotify, iTunes, Google, Google Play. You'll, you'll find our Google Podcast. You'll find us there. And uh, you can go to my website, ReetonEntertainment.com. Now, the games I played this week. Uh, one game was I played WWE 2K19. It's WWE 2K19. It's all right. And then I also played uh, Beat Saber, and I played oh, yeah, that that's on right. Friday. Um, and my, uh, I got a new lapel mic. It wasn't, it's not the greatest sound quality, but it's all right sound quality for forty dollars, and it's way better than the um, the microphone built into the Vive, which is not. Which is in to a say, particular... it's right not right under your nose. Yeah, it's not a particularly good place on the the Vive. So having the lapel mic is better than ha- trying to use a mic that's far away or the va- the uh, the Vive mic. So it worked all right. Uh, the game was fun. 
you came in and you asked if I wanted to play VR chat. The problem is, when I start a stream, I I don't want to change games in the middle of the stream. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it just if people are coming in because they are they see that I tweet, or they like I've told people I'm going to be playing this game, and if they come in and see me playing something else. They, I've actually had it where people have gotten upset that I was I wasn't playing the game that was advertised, and so somebody came in. And did you tell and, them to shut up? No, yeah, man. I, but the, the person, that's usually what I do here. when people come into my stream and they're like, "Yeah, I like butts." So, well, yes, like, I will. Yeah, tell why don't you that... eat a butt, you fucking loser? Well, so when why don't happened... I have a following? I don't know. So somebody had come in, somebody that I know, and I was I I was switching between different SNES games, and I didn't update which game I was playing. And the person came in, and he's like, "I wanted to watch you play Kirby, and you're not playing Kirby," and left. <laughs> so no, I want you to suck my balls, and you're no, not. Have you ever just thought about so, playing the games you want to play? Please stop that. And also, I. Uh, for for free, well, included with Game Pass, uh, the the Blair Witch game is included with Game Pass. And it I is that, yeah. And Ooh. Um, now a lot of people have been have been acting like that. Like I've I've looked at the reviews and they're pretty good, like in the eighties on Metacritic. And I've seen people who are like, "Oh my god, this game's great! It's scary." And I played it, and I fucking hated it. It is really? a I I firstly I have a decent computer like it's not it's not top of the line anymore but it has I have a 1070 I have a 8700K and running them running it at 1080p on high quality settings uh were very very noticeable frame drops and then also apparently you got very upset about that and then also if I switched it to medium, there was very, very noticeable frame drops. So I had to put it on low settings on my computer, which shouldn't be... Doesn't that be, feel awful? It, it shouldn't it's, be what's um, happening. It has, it has that same problem on consoles. It's a, so I think it's just that Bloober Team doesn't... It, yeah, they, they just can't get the game to run. It's right. very poorly optimized. And I just... Maybe it's I just... I'm not... I, I don't get scared by games don't very much. use that word around me, boy. What? I can you can you stop whatever you're doing? The word so, uh, you said it's that. very poorly optimized. It is. It is very poorly optimized. It's so, not necessarily the case. Okay, it's very poorly designed. So, um, it runs like ass and be done with it. It runs poorly. So, I I, I don't get scared by games very much anyway i'm not i'm not super into horror games i like horror movies but not because i i get scared by them but because usually i think they're funny and so so i'm just trying to figure out these stupid convoluted puzzles and i'm just like i don't i don't care like i just like and then like something in the woods will come out and the dog will start barking at the thing in the woods and you have to shine your flashlight on it and that's it. You, there's no combat. You just shine your flashlight on the enemies trying to attack you. And I, I did not enjoy it. I played it for three hours, and I had no fun. Um, but yeah, it's included with Game Pass. I, I thought you'd know that. Nope. No idea. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It's included with Game Pass, so you can try it and 
you'll probably be like, oh my god, this is a great game. What is Reeton talking about? But anyway, not not a very good game. Let's move on. Let's talk about some stories. Uh, we're going to talk about the emulator first, then Android, and then uh, then the Nintendo Direct. So um, before we, before we do any of this, uh, breaking news. Even though this started yesterday, um, apparently there's an internet provider being DDoSed, and oh. that's like wrecking WoW Classic among multiple wrecked, other games. But oh, there there is one other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into stories. But I do want to say that the DDoS also happened uh, to Mixer, so I wasn't able to log into Mixer. I, I was still able to pl- play in stream because my my bot was logged in and I was able my my stream key wasn't updated, um, but there were a lot of people having problems logging into Mixer on Friday. One other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, another thing I played was I drove three hours yesterday to uh, help our friend a roguish roguish bard get a new computer, and by new I mean it's like four and a half years old. However, um, I upgraded. It's uh, I had a computer laying around that had the um, it had a Xeon in it, but the Xeon was basically the equivalent of a thirty-seven seventy. And I was like, her computer was like a four-core, four-thread AMD computer. Now, I was like, well, that's that's pretty old. I didn't know exactly how old, so I was talking to her, and I was like, so she's like, I've had this computer for a while. I'm like, when did you get the computer? And she's like, oh, I got it. I got it when I was in high school. Um, she's, she's my age. So she's had the computer for at least 13 years. Yeah, that's slightly longer than mine. So I was just like, we we should probably get... But you have an upgraded computer. I have... Like the, it, it, it's still from, like, what, 09? The 2600? Yeah. That's not 09. Is it, like, 2010? I think the, I think the 2600 was released in 2012. Really? Yeah, 2600 Intel release date. I want to say, um, I'm looking right now, uh, it was 2011. Oh, yeah. yep. 2011, yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, it's, but here's the thing, though. They haven't really updated but if she the was running, If she was running an AMD, AMD that's from, even older than that. Well, <sighs> AMD from, like, 2005. That's what I'm saying. Even old, any older than 2011, you're, you're just it only yeah. like further. What is it? It it, it just becomes bigger. Oof! Every yes. every year you go back. Yeah. So and, and yeah. So so she's upgraded. She she's upgraded with that. She had a 970, but she didn't have room in her case for the 970. So now she has uh, a decent processor, a four core, eight thread Xeon. Uh, 8 gigs of DDR3 RAM because her computer had DDR2 RAM in it and uh, a 970. So hopefully some of those issues that we've been having when playing Pathfinder, uh, which which I, I, I seem to remember. Where where can you find us again, Connor? 
the uh, Clinton Score Classics on most podcatchers. All right. So uh, Clinton Core, Clinton's Core Classics, you can catch, hopefully, uh, some of the issues we were having with our friend the Roguish Bard will be cleared up at least a little bit because of new hardware included. Anyway, let's move on and talk about some stories. We're going to talk about emulators. Now, did either of you look look at this up or watch any videos on this? Because I did. I didn't watch the video, but I knew about this going on before you posted it in the, the, the things we were talking about. It's Good. made its rounds on the internet. Good, because um, ETA Prime, who's a, a prominent YouTuber talking about like emulation and, and Android phones and stuff, he did a, a, a slight overview of this. And it's pretty neat. So emulators are using like AI, like Google Translate, to translate uh, previously not translated games on the fly. So I don't know exactly how they're doing it, but you, pre- you can toggle it on and off where it will translate uh, pretty much directly from like Japanese or, or whatever language the, whatever language the it, game is in. It's probably just using OCR and sending the uh, results over to Google Translate and then taking it back and putting it in the game. Well, okay, so not only that, not only are they changing the text boxes to be correct, they're act- they actually have, um, they're having AI read it to you as well. They have that implemented in. In that which... case, there's probably some sort of post-processing going on. Is it just adding a layer over the translated text? Uh, I have no idea. It kind of looks like from the image that it just reads like what the background should be. Or that may just be that it was a particularly good moment and it's just going to be like a big closed caption box that pops up over the text. But I I still think this is pretty awesome. And the the Uh, reading back is probably just basic text to speech stuff. There are there are a lot of games that were never translated properly into English and especially now they could be narrated by Microsoft Sam. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But I, I do like the idea of being able to even even though this is not gonna be perfect at all, it is going no. to be it is going to be so bad. Uh but it might be good enough that you can at least play through some games that previously you weren't able to play through. And I wonder how many games or how many systems are gonna be supported with this. It is in RetroArch, and I've seen them do Super Nintendo games. But I wonder if they're going to be able to implement something like this into, like, PlayStation 2 games or even PlayStation 1 games. I would uh, imagine anything that has big old text boxes on the screen, assuming that this has been put into, like, the retro arch framework or whatever, and yeah. it can just be loaded into each individual core, that, yeah, it would just be anything from a fucking... Like you know, JRPGs to whatever. Like, well, like doesn't even I, matter. Even just being able to get through the menus, mm-hmm. even uh, in some games, or um, get higher quality, higher quality games. Because uh, like Snatcher, it was released in the United States, but only on the Sega CD, and the quality on on the Sega CD 
isn't very good. But there are other versions of Snatcher that were released in Japan that were higher quality that you could possibly play through now. So what would be, be cool. interesting to me would be if um, if this could be utilized by actual translators, because part of the trouble of translating a game uh, is actually putting the new text into the game. Uh, if you've watched, uh, have you ever watched any of uh, Slow Beef's streams? No, but but I I know what you're talking about because they they have to like change the code because yes. the right. amount of characters that are allowed, like you can say a lot more with fewer characters in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not even it's not even that, or not even just that. Like sometimes the way that the game is programmed to show uh, different katakana can like make it to where you you just can't display normal latin characters in those text boxes without doing a lot of fucking modification like assembly level modification right it's like Uh, changing the output stream for that part of the game it's it's not just as easy as changing what you know unicode type you're using yeah right so that's they had a lot of problems with that there i mean obviously it's better now since we have more tools available to us, but but I, like yeah, like, like what I was saying with with uh, with Slow Beef's stream, I, I watched him translating some obscure Japanese visual novel, and he spent like well over forty five minutes just getting one text box to correctly show English characters, like, and and that that was. He has to do that over and over again throughout the entire game. I think yeah. that that's if if we could if this could be utilized in such a way where it's like if it can recognize particular instances of text and then just overlay the correct translation over it or yeah. something along those lines. Uh, Google actually has that built into Google Translate where specific phrases can be translated by a professional or or you know by the community. Yeah. To to have a good translation as opposed to the weird like pseudo English translation that it sometimes comes up with. Yeah, I mean like it'd be cool if, if that could be done overall and kind of cut out that need for having a programmer on a translation project. There there were some pretty cool things um that I used Google Translate for when I was in Japan. Um obviously it didn't work great. However, it worked well enough that like I was able to point my camera up at something and it you know translated the thing to we, karaoke studio and so my sister and I went in there and did karaoke. Uh, so hopefully that people can work with this. Also, it would be really helpful for translators who um, they could look at the text box and instead of having to be like, oh, what does this word mean? They could also just turn this on and be like, oh, that's what it means, and then rephrase it to be something that we could understand a, a little bit better. Because obviously a I, direct translation isn't going to work. I know we're already getting close there, especially with things like Google Translate. I'd be surprised if this sort of technology wasn't bolstered incredibly well in the future. It just it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty awesome, and then we're gonna have universal translators, and then we're gonna live in Star Trek, and then we're still not gonna have healthcare because uh, Republicans suck. Um, let's I move for on. one can't wait to get my babble fish. <laughs> so, 
So let's let's go to talk about Android 10. Apparently, they what was it on Q or something? I forget. I forget what letter they this were was. Gonna this be was on. going to be Q. This was going to be Q, and they just dropped it. They dropped the whole, um, like basing it off candies thing. And I don't know mm-hmm. why they probably couldn't think of a candy that started with Q. No, they uh, they it was it was supposed to be like like sugary sweets and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, and their given reason was that uh, there were a lot of of desserts and whatnot that didn't really translate well into other languages. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, so because I know that there was some weird Indian thing that they were going to use a few uh, n- a few uh, revisions ago, and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. And it so. makes it makes sense that they. I would just go with numbers if I were to make something. I would just go with numbers anyway. That would be my th- my thing. I would start with because who cares really? Well, a- not, Android not was like originally Xbox. not. It wasn't. Go- it wasn't meant to be like this massive fucking powerhouse that it's become. And I think that's yeah. where that came from. Was that it was? It was just something cute, and then Google kept up with it because. You know, Google used to be a cool company. Yep. And now it's just better for marketing in general if they yep. retain numbers instead. And that that's they've also like severely cut down on the the Android personification thing because in the article they say that the because they make a statue for every every new version, and I bet this is the last one that gets that. Yeah. Um, and this this statue, uh, the Android like head is just like just a head floating above one of the numbers. So, uh you don't you have an iPhone. Uh what do you what about Connor? Do you have a do you have an Android phone? Yeah, I got a Google Pixel 1 right now. Uh did XL. You, <clears throat> did you upgrade? I think it's what you have too, right? No, you have a Google Pixel 2. I have a 2 XL. I used to have a 1. Uh but but I upgraded to a a 2 XL. But I, I do have a question though. What did you upgrade? Because because Pixel phones are the first ones able to upgrade. If I did, I didn't do it intentionally. I mean, I don't really see a reason not to keep my phone updated. Yeah, it's, it's not like Windows where I'm going to update it and suddenly half my files are fucking gone. That is incorrect, my friend. Anyway, um, <laughs> I upgraded, and it's I mean it's obviously. There's some updates. Uh, a few of the icons on the top are a little different. Like the Wi-Fi is a little different. Um, but they also added in gestures. Instead of instead of scrolling through with the the three the two or three buttons on the bottom, they have another one where you can use gest- gestures to go around. So if you like swipe from the side of your phone, you can go back or forward on a web page. Um, and and just little things like that, and uh, I hate it. I used it, I, and I hate right? it. And I switch back. I yeah. I absolutely cannot. Fu- so whenever um whenever my my iPhone seven broke, and well didn't break, but the charge port doesn't work right. Um whenever whenever that happened, I was using my old uh Moto G three, and I updated it to the newest. Uh, version of Android that was available for it uh, through the this dev that I've used in the past. Yeah, and like I think I think it's it's Android nine that that it, that it was running, 
right but right, like right, right. i hate this fucking big focus on gestures i i don't i don't understand why developers seem to think that this is what anybody wants well like, and it's, okay it's even switching apps is difficult so right on an on a normal android phone on the bottom or, or at least before 10 if you don't use gestures on the bottom right there's like a square you press that and you then you press the app you want to switch to is is there open apps if you have uh android 10 and you have gestures on there's like a little line on the bottom and you you scroll up with that line then you have to sit there for like a second holding that and then you're able to switch apps so it just takes something? longer what they stole that wholesale from iOS and Did I they? hate it. It's so bad. It's yeah. literally the same thing on iOS. Like the gestures are almost exactly the same. Because yeah. it, like what? um well uh, you go on, go on, go on, I'm sorry. Well uh, so like like I have an I have an XR now and or ten R, whatever the fuck it's supposed to be called. Um and yeah, it it's like if you aren't told by something like if if i hadn't been somebody who had looked up like all this shit about how the the new iphone 10 based phones how they're supposed to work i would have no fucking idea how i'm supposed to do anything with all these gestures on the stupid line that just sits at the bottom of the fucking screen all the time and never goes away just give me buttons like, yeah, what 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 is so wrong with like? Do we really need that extra centimeter of fucking screen real estate at the bottom? Like, do do we really need that? Because I, I don't think we need that. I remember using my Palm Trio or whatever it was, and I had like a two inch screen, and I was happy about it. Um. And, and, so, and it's so, not, but it's not even like old man shaking fist at cloud type shit. It's just more intuitive if you have a button that does this shit. Like yes. if you just have a thing that does a thing instead of having to assume how it's going to work. So let's like, let's go let's go through the article real quick, and we'll describe the gesture system. It says here in the under user experience. Now this is from Wikipedia. What, say what you want about Wikipedia. We're using it here. Uh, so it says, with gestures such as swiping from either side of the display to go back. So that's what I noticed. It's either side of the display. I thought, okay, if you swipe on the right, it will go forward. If you swipe on the left, it will go back. No. It's both. If you, No matter which way you swipe, it's always going back. Um, swiping up to go to the home screen. Swiping up and holding to access overview, which is where you switch apps, and you have to sit there and hold it for what feels like an eternity. I know it's like less than a second, but it feels like forever. Uh, Swiping diagonally from the bottom corner of the screen to activate the Google Assistant, and swiping along the gesture bar at the bottom of the screen to switch apps. So... I'm I'm not a huge fan of any of this, and it doesn't work very well. At least I'm maybe I'm just not used to it, and I prefer my old ways. But just just give me buttons, man. Now they did upgrade 
uh, update some other things. A uh, feature known as Bubbles can be used to present content from supported apps in pop-up overlays. Um, Which is, like, that's really weird that it took that long for them to implement that system-wide. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember, like, Lollipop. Maybe even, maybe even earlier than that. Uh where there were uh there were third party OSs, Android based OSs, like uh yeah. not necessarily CyanogenMod, but had that at a, as a system wide thing. Well yeah. Where you could like it's... just fit a whole app inside a bubble that would float around. Yeah, if you have um it's if you have um Facebook Messenger, you'll you'll know uh about that like because somebody will message you and it'll be like, "Shit, head activated," and it's it's just like that, basically. Uh, yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, I, I, I it, probably it, won't. It, use that's it a one lot. of the things that I miss the most from Android. Is oh, really? is that kind of shit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, then switch back to Android. So, I can't. Uh, they also implemented a dark theme on a system level. So that's really nice. I like it. However. It's not implemented in all apps, so it's a little, it's a little jarring switching from you know black everything, and then switching to another app that's super bright. So hopefully more third-party apps will start bringing in dark themes that will allow you to use that because that it, it'll automatically switch to the dark theme in supported applications. So it's it's super trendy right now. So I'm sure that a lot of the major apps will support dark theming. If yeah. uh, I'm just going to put it out there, though, you know, in, on iPhone, um, most of the time people just use the built in app view stuff that that's part of iOS. And it all does that automatically. You just get that for free. Yeah, I but, like yeah. I like dark mode. That's I, I usually like dark mode in as opposed to everything being bright white like on every website is designed to just be white on gray. And I don't like it. I don't like it, Roa. I, so. I think that's just a, it's a carryover from whenever we thought that like computers were the equivalent to paper. And we didn't realize that all that does is make my eyeballs burn. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's, it's bad for your eyes actually to look at a bright screen like that, but that's what I do yeah. every day. So I'm going to be blind by the time I'm 35. That's so. the career we've chosen. It is. It is. Let's move and on. How? Let's talk about our big story this week. The Nintendo Direct. There was a We're September. just not even going to talk about any of the other stuff in the Android. Well, I mean, it's, no it, what, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all under stuff. the hood shit that no one really cares about. Well, just so you know, several major security and privacy changes are present in Android 10. Apps can be restricted by users only having access to location data uh, when they are actively being used in the foreground. There are something also something that iOS has been able to do since like fucking iOS seven. Nobody cares about the privacy and security stuff. They care about the dark mode and they care about the gestures. Don't use the gestures. Just like you don't <laughs> use the stupid little bar on the top of the fucking MacBooks. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, uh, th there those. is one cool thing. I, I do think there's there's one cool thing that they did, and that's the uh, the Adiantum thing. What's that? Um, basically, it's a more efficient uh, implementation of AES uh, encryption 
for oh. really, really cheap devices that don't have hardware support for AES. Okay. I I think that's cool. It's something like, say it was three times faster or something. Five times faster than AS256 XTS, which I don't really know what that is, on an ARM Cortex A7 CPU, which I'm assuming just doesn't have hardware support for AES. Probably not. But you know what we should do? Is we should move on and talk about Nintendo Direct. Um, Nintendo Super Nintendo games are coming to Switch Online. I think they're out now, aren't they? Yeah, they're they already are, out. and it's great. I love it. Is it okay? So yes, uh, the ga- they they announced the games that are coming out. Um, they they have what Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac Two, Kirby's Dreamland Three, which Kirby is great. Uh, Star Fox, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Super Puyo Puyo 2, uh, which I hate. I hate Puyo Puyo. I and, know. And the, so I the, just can't get the cool it. Thing, I can't get into about it. Cool thing with Super Puyo Puyo 2, it's not It's not a Super Nintendo game. Oh, it's, it's not? It's a Super Famicom game. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So they are bringing and, and over not, some... Yeah, it's not translated or anything. Everything's in Japanese. Nice. Uh, I don't know tennis. why they're doing that, but it's cool. They Such should do that with... Played. It looked neat. They should do that with uh, RPGs. Just bring them over, no translation, and just be like, here you go. Have fun, guys. Um, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, which is a RPG. I think that's the only RPG on the list. F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, which is... It's a Kirby golf game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pilot Wings, <laughs> Stunt Race FX, which is a not a very good game, but it is included. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, which I I hear that's a, a game a lot of people like. This this Legend of Zelda series. Bruh. What? Who cares about that? When you get fucking Demon's Crest, mm-hmm. uh, I I hear Demon's Crest is actually a decent game, but I I don't it's, know if I've ever played it. It's real good. Is it? Okay, it's real good. Uh, so uh, also I've, fucking so, super EDF, fucking yeah. EDF, bruh. That's awesome. So ah, it's such a good shooter. So have either I haven't I haven't downloaded any of the Super Nintendo games. Have either of you played them? Yeah, I've been I've been playing Demon's Crust and it's and, great. And what about you, Connor? I don't have Super Nintendo Entertainment System Switch Online online switch. Oh, you edition. don't have online. you don't have online stuff. Okay. Uh they were giving oh. away f- like a year for free on Amazon. You can still get it if you have Amazon Prime. Uh it's Which part of don't. Twitch Prime right now. You don't? You don't have that? Oh, look at you. Nah, look at you, I, you fucking I, woke I, motherfucker. I yeah, barely that's... use Amazon. Oh, Fucking I see. I I I use, I I'm I hate Amazon kind of, but I also love the convenience. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, Have you ever so... considered, you know, shopping locally, supporting your local government? No. And uh, economics. I have to drive at least thirty-five minutes to be able to buy video games. 
Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm buying games on Steam or Amazon. Like that's that's what's gonna happen. I can't. Most of the things I buy, I can't find locally. Like, oh, where am I going to find in this little podunk town a three and a half millimeter or three and a half inch uh, hard drive enclosure? It's not going to happen. It's, don't judge me. Could. No, uh, Best Buy? Cool. Don't you have a uh, Best Buy? Everybody no, has Best Buy. Best Buy doesn't carry hard drive enclosures. You know I'm, how I know I'm that? Buy an external hard drive. You know how I know that? I went to, we, we wanted to get an external enclosure for. Uh, our friend the Rogish Bard, and we went to the Best Buy, and they don't have external hard drive enclosures because they oh. don't carry them. Um, that's not that, like they're not going to do super niche things like that. Anyway, moving on. Um, I didn't watch this whole thing, so I'm actually just learning about all of this as we go on, go through. So it says oh. uh, Super Nintendo well, games. Why did you want to talk Switch. about it if you didn't see it? Because it's trendy. We ha- because it's trendy. And it's the the one major thing that happened this week, so I'm sorry. You should have seen it for that news podcast you do. Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury is coming to Switch. I'm sorry, Smash Ultimate, and even more DLC characters are on the way. So uh, there's actually there was something I did see that I really want to talk about because I think it's awesome, uh, and it's wait, included. Wait in a this. second. Wait a what? second. Terry Where's... Bogard coming to Smash. For, for the Switch? They don't even talk about the best part of the Smash announcement. What's that? You're talking about Sans being in there. Sans! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sans is going to be in in Switch as well, which is pretty... Or no, he's Smash already in, though. Yeah, oh, I bought he? him. He's, uh, he's my man. Yeah. Uh, and Banjo and Kazooie, right? Uh, I didn't buy them yet. Okay. I, I have the Fighter's Pass, but fucking Sans with... with with a fucking remix of Megalovania. Megalovania, yeah. Done by I... Toby Fox, who revealed that he actually like went and talked with fucking uh, what, whatever the guy who does Smash Sakurai. Sak- yeah, Masahiro yeah. Sakurai. Yeah, like he had a fucking conversation with him, and Sakurai liked Undertale. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, can you play oh that? my god, it's so fucking cool! Like, uh, it's disappointing that it's just a fucking me shooter, but whatever. Yeah, Sans, Sans Undertale Switch fucking that's, Smash. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, Maybe I, Delta Rune will be in Smash Six. May, one day I'll play through Undertale. Um, also, a, another Wii U game is being. This is what I wanted to talk about. Another Wii U game is being added to the Switch. And that is Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE. It looks like a I'm, encore. I'm surprised it took this long. Me too, but that is it's a really good game. I uh I really like it. It's it's the FE is Fire Emblem. And mm-hmm. it's basically Persona with some Fire Emblem characters in it, which is really, really good. And it basically means that I have no reason to have my Wii U anymore. Because pretty much all of the good games are being ported over to the Switch. Which makes sense. Yeah, even the sense. article's like, not many Wii U games to go before the whole library is on Switch. Uh, Which wouldn't be the worst thing. Have, have, no, because there were a lot like, of good games on Wii U. There were. But the problem was, and I and this is... I mean, it's actually genius for them to do this, right? Because they have really 
well-received games like Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which Persona 5 or uh, Persona 4 did. No, Persona 5 did really well. That's what it is. Um, so they're like, well, this is basically Persona. We should re-release this and make money off it this time. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's what they need to do because the unfortunately, the Wii U only sold like eight copies, and that was to Oroa <laughs> and me. So... Like, each bought four we use yeah yeah we had to um the screens kept breaking and you can't buy new ones so you just had to buy a new wii u uh that would they seriously should have allowed you to buy the screens again um but yeah so they're, they're re-releasing tokyo mirage sessions that's coming out january 17th i will be getting that game because i already have it but i'm gonna get it again i really like that game it's 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 fun it's fun i like it uh, another really great game is getting a sequel. Um, De- Deadly Which Premonition. Which blew my fucking mind. Why? That that game, I know it has like a cult status, but objectively speaking, it's not a good game. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Well, the thing is, Very... Nathan just said objectively. By By what object is it not a good game? Or is that just one of those things you say to sound smart? Well, it's if from from a control standpoint, it's not very good. From a graphical standpoint, it's not very good. From a voice acting standpoint, it's not very good. Oh bullshit! Just because the voice acting is entertaining doesn't mean it's it good. It looks Aroma. like a Dreamcast game. And the voice acting is fantastic. No, it's the not- plot. The plot is basically a fucking. Twin Peaks fan fiction. That's all it is. He even he's even admitted that. And it's fucking amazing. Now I don't understand why in the trailer uh fucking not Agent Cooper is talking to Zack still because I'm pretty sure that that was all resolved in the first game. That that doesn't make any sense to me, but maybe that'll maybe it's a prequel. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm fucking hyped as hell. Yeah, I I mean, okay, I'm still saying that it's, if you look at it through an objective lens on the graphics, quality uh, of voice the acting, plot, gameplay. The plot is, is, what, is what matters. Okay. And it's sure. great. And also sure. the graphics are good because it, it's meant to look like a fucking Dreamcast game, and it does. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, respectfully disagree with you and never have you on my podcast again what also since when do <laughs> graphics even have anything okay. to do with objective quality of a game well lots of it, ugly games are really good I, and i agree with that but it's just the, it it layers on that it it doesn't look like a very good game and also it's really strange that they're giving that game a sequel yes it is how long ago was deadly premonition released Maybe like 2013. Really? I don't know. It was a while ago. Yeah, we've already we've already discussed that you're bad with dates. Apparently, I don't so. I don't time well. <laughs> oh, my my CPU is from like 2004, right? Right, <laughs> something like that. Um, really, Xbox 360 come out in 1999. Something like that. Yeah. Um, people are like, "What? Didn't it come out in that time? What?" 
It was the uh, great year of 1776 when the first Nintendo Famicom hit the stores. All right. Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection. George Washington collection. said, this is my favorite game console on the Citadel. Assassin's, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection will be available December 6th. I think I, know, I think I know somebody who's getting those games. Oh, yeah. I can't help myself. I have a sickness. Yeah. It's, I don't uh, even... Assassin's... That was Sorry. that was in the direct? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Was that during Assassin's... the the fucking thing where they just blur, blew through a bunch of games? Yeah, Probably. that was one of the rapid chats. It's uh, Black Flag and it's Rogue, which Black Flag fucking great and I've never yeah, played Rogue. I haven't played Rogue either. It's a, like a Vita game, isn't it? I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed 2. Oh no, so... wait. Or was Rogue was Rogue the one that was released on 360 where you played as a Templar. I think it's that one. I don't know. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the Vita game is where you played as the girl and uh, it just yeah, reused all the animations from 4. That's uh, Liberation. That's the one I'm going to be playing on my Switch next. So, so Xenoblade Chronicles. Now, now that's another Wii U game, right? Or was that Xenoblade Chronicles X? Uh, I think Xenoblade Chronicles was Wii U. I thought it was Wii U too. Yeah, that's again being released for the Switch. <laughs> so that's another game. They're like, we didn't make any money. Let's make some money off this. Um, this was a shocker to me. I, I, I saw that they had leaked it like a day or two before the Nintendo Direct, but I'm still a little shocked. Overwatch is coming to the Switch. Yeah, just I didn't didn't think anybody still cared about Overwatch, but apparently they do. I play Overwatch. Uh, Connor still plays Overwatch. I was just playing Overwatch a couple seconds ago. Yeah, it's it's good. It's still a good game, and people will buy it on the Switch. So I won't buy it. I already have it. I already bought the game twice, uh, and I definitely prefer playing on my computer. But uh, what about you, Connor? You tend to play your Switch a lot more than I do. So, would you pick that up for the Switch? No. Okay. No. No, you want it. Uh, here's another one that just got released. It's actually available right now as we speak. Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is available on the Switch. See, that's a game and, I would pick up on the Switch. And not only that, it supports cross-saves between Switch and Steam. So that way I can get my file and, and then I could put it on my pc and then i could open up cheat engine and i could make myself fucking rich and then i could play <laughs> that that broken ass jank save on the go and yes, hope exactly. it doesn't crash my console yeah that would be hilarious if they're like we notice you use cheat engine so uh your switch is gonna set on fire in three and you're just like no no <laughs> no 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 um <laughs> remember that time when we like literally were in the first minute of that game and uh i reverse pickpocketed some stuff from a lady and into your pocket you God, are, I love that game. You are the worst. For I'm happy you haven't done that to me in our Pathfinder game. Yeah. Though, thankfully, uh, <laughs> I think my Barbarian could at least kill any of the guards that tried to attack me. Yeah, um, pretty confident of that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, tune into Clinton's Core Classics for more information on that. Yeah, I'm... I'm I need some AC, but uh, I'm getting a little bit to the point where I just kill everything. You're a barbarian. Um, Barbarian's gonna barbarian. Yeah. Game Freak's 
town is now called Little Town Hero. And I don't know what this is. The main it's, character's it's, name is it's Axe. They're not Pokemon. Yeah, oh, oh, they're the, the not Pokemon. They, it's okay. A game, yeah. It's a game that uh, that they're it's making a... that isn't Pokemon and isn't a rhythm game. Yeah, the, but, uh, the game. It's got music by Toby Fox. Nice. Says the game comes from the developers of Pokemon and looks like a pretty straightforward JRPG with some clever battle ideas. Music composed by Undertale creator Toby Fox, and it comes out October sixteenth. So, you can pre preload it today. Apparently, you can. I could just have can... this piece of software sitting on my console, not doing anything for like a month. A month and a half. <laughs> That's... Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Doom sixty four is being re released. You know, I actually probably will pick that up if it goes on sale. Yeah, yeah if it's, if it's cheap cool. or it like goes on sale pretty quick, then, they yeah. they announced a lot of games. They've yeah. announced a lot. Doom sixty four it, is uh, it, it's the uh, the Nintendo sixty four version of Doom. In case anybody was no shit, not the Commodore sixty four version of Doom, which was released. Um, actually, I don't know if that was released, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tried. As so, long as they price Doom sixty four like they price Doom one and Doom two, there's going to be no problem. It's going to sell great. But will it's it have online a- only DRM? If they do that, it's not going to sell too great. But if if they try to sell it like Doom 3, it's not going to sell well because Doom 64 isn't Doom 3. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast will be available on September 24th. I know people who talk so well of this game, and I just don't give a shit about it. I don't get it. I I have never liked those games. But it's the, the controls are really weird to me. A lot of people really love them, but I'm just not a huge fan. Uh, Super Kirby Clash is a free-to-play Kirby game for four players with 100 different quests. You'll fight enemies Ooh, the, as a team of four, either locally or online. And it's available now. The, the shitty Monster Kirby Hunter. It is. The shitty 3DS game is now a shitty Switch game. Nice. It was um, like a side mode in uh, Planet Robobot, wasn't it? Uh, um, I have no idea. For the 3DS, they had some game, and I think it was just like Kirby Team Clash or something like that. That was this exact premise, and you got the Apple payments, and it was all the same. But now it's over on Switch with a little more emphasis on online play, and it's a little different. And uh, now you can you can pay forty dollars, and never have to pay for any other microtransactions in the game. Yeah, it's a Luigi's Mansion Three scream pack mode will pit two to eight players against each other in arena style ghost battles i guess it yeah i don't know why i have no idea and then it says here pokemon sword and shield got a new features detailed like a pokemon camp where you can play with your pokemon which sounds wrong uh much more robust character customization system uh and a curry rice mode where you can customize curry dishes and eat them with your Pokemon and save them in your curry decks. That's apparently something that can actually happen. Which... I guess when you when you really need more features, and you that's what you figure... do. You're like, we don't want to actually upgrade the game, so uh, curry decks, <laughs> that's what we got. Wait, wait. 
Can we just have our artists make a bunch of 3D renders of curry instead of Pokemon? Yeah, we can definitely do yeah, that. We, we don't have enough memory in the game to hold up 3D models, but curry. We'll go borrow <laughs> the we'll go borrow the dishes uh, from Final Fantasy 15 and just put those in there. Nobody will notice the difference. Um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons is getting a new update. Uh, uh, it's got it's got details on the game's crafting mode where you collect raw materials around the island, craft tools, use those tools to get more craftables, so on and so forth. It, 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 like another... that was something that they revealed previously, and I don't remember them saying anything about a crafting mode. Well, I was actually just going to say that exact thing is that they kind of wasted their time telling us about things that we already knew about New Horizons. Yeah. Uh, oh. Trials of Mana, the remake of uh, Saiken... Denzetsu 3 will be available April 24th, 2020. Preload today. No, you can't preload today on that one. Are, are you a fan of uh, the Seiken, mana games? Uh, no, not a huge fan of the mana games. I don't like the bad. I was really surprised by the amount of tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just flopping around there. Is that, is yeah. that what happened? I was like, I, I was like, oh boy, it's another JRP. Whoa, look at them gazongers. And what is I... Return of the Obra Din? That's the the ship one where you're like going through time to solve a mystery or something like that. It looks fucking weird, but and it's also uh, it's from fun. the guy that made Papers, Please. Oh, oh and it's black guy. and white. Well, like, it's like it's comet text or something like that. That that yeah. bubble kind of shading. It's neat. It looks yeah, cool. It, it's a really cool game. Um. And that's getting released uh, this fall sometime. Uh, Rogue Company is a new team-based shooter from Hi-Rez Studios, which Hi-Rez made uh, Trials, didn't they? Or uh, not Trials. Hi-Rez. Um, they made something. Hi-Rez. Tribe. Tribe. I thought tribe. Tribes? tribes? Yeah. Hi-Rez yeah. makes, like, shitty free-to-play games now. Yeah. So that's not probably not going to be great. Uh, yeah, I'm not Tetris interested 99. at all. Tetris 99 is getting a new mode um, for the absolute best of the best players, but they're also getting a physical version of the game being released September 6th. So uh, it's actually released now. Uh, Hi-Rez makes Smite and Paladins and Realm Royale. They also made another one, but I think... After Smite got big, they stopped it, and I think that was Tribes. You're probably, you probably are, yeah, because they bought the rights to Tribes. Everyone got really excited, and then it was bad. Yes, oh. it was very bad. Because it was a shitty free-to-play game with, like, a billion microtransactions, because that's all Hi-Rez does now. That's all game designers do not hate it. Yeah. So, are, are you going to be getting Tetris 99 physical version, anybody? Huh? huh? I was actually sort of thinking about it. I fucking love that game. It is it's really, really, really compelling. Game. Like yeah. it's surprising how how good that. Is. There's also a new mode where you only play with people who have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I said. They're the Invictus. Oh, okay. The Invictus. I mode. don't know about you guys, but um, I have a problem with Tetris sometimes, which What's... is that I can't put it down. Well, that's I don't the... get addicted to games in the same way that I do like Tetris specifically. That's that's the point of Tetris, isn't it? Like that's. It's it's a very addicting game. Um, uh, apparently, I mean, it came from like Tetraminos or whatever the they were Tetraminos, whatever they were originally called. Tetraminos, and then they broke I that believe. down to simplify it. 
but the, the for the same reasons that the the complex brain puzzle is engaging and fun to do the simplified one is also engaging and easy to do yeah that and you put a fucking soundtrack that slaps over it and you got yourself a multi-million dollar formula yes that that has lasted 30 years and still going strong so it's absolutely flawless perfect game design it really is uh, and then there's a Damon X Machina demo. Uh, you you said you downloaded all the demos, right? Yep. Aroa, did you play this one, Damon X Machina? I haven't I haven't played it yet. I I do have it downloaded. I played the first demo for Damon X Machina, and okay. I didn't like it. Um, oh, okay. I so the, the big the biggest problem I have with it is that it feels like it needs Splatoon shooting controls, but it doesn't have them. And so, therefore, it feels like shit. Uh, I also don't really understand what's going on most of the time, and I, quite frankly, don't care most of the time. Uh, Could I ask you a question? What's that? Did you play in handheld or on your stage? Because first time I played that game, I played in handheld mode, and I kind of hated the demo, the first one, that is. I I did play in handheld. I tried it in the TV mode, and all of the complaints that I had were no longer an issue. I had more idea what was going on. I could see what I was shooting at. I could enjoy the game better. I Total could definitely days. understand that. And, and like, part of the problem with that though is that I I literally never play it in t- play. I never play anything on my Switch in TV mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the the light was so compelling to me is that I could just it's, it's not the Game Boy. That it's yeah. easily the best Game Boy I've ever owned, but. Uh, some games need to work better as a Game Boy. Yes. I, it, like, I might I might try it out again since this new demo is out. I'm definitely going to. I'm because I was be the first I was really turned on by the trailer. This might be the first game I buy at full price in a long time. Damon wow. X Machina. Nice. I'm I'm a sucker for uh for mech games. You guys know how much I put into Titanfall. I really I really want another armored core game yeah and i want it on switch because i i think they came out with like armored core 5 like a, a decade ago yeah for ps4 and it well no it wasn't even for ps4 no, it was, PS, it was, uh, was, it was it ps3 and 360 yeah Shit. and and it wasn't very good like, no I didn't like it, it was not yeah. i still think armored core 3 is where they were really knowing what they were doing i really liked and... armored core 2 but yeah like they were all like the 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 first ones were really really good. I remember playing Armored Core one a ton when I was uh, at my dad's house on vacation one year. So I, really I don't like know Armored why 2. there's not there there aren't more games like like that nowadays. Like it seems people... like it wouldn't be all that difficult for an indie company to come out with something like that. Well, they they they've tried right. Like they they've tried. Uh, they had like Mech Warrior Online and stuff, and they just. It didn't. It's work not. Be- it's not the same. It's not though. the same. Well, no, no, you're right. Not even you're right. close. You're Armored right, Core is but... more of a Johnny game. People play that because they like the insane amount of customization you could do. Mm-hmm. Da- Damon X Machina doesn't shine a light to what you could do in an Armored Core game. No, no. I really want. And I, I love and the even Mech Warrior. Anyway, sorry. Well, Mech even Warrior? even Mech Warrior, like Mech Warrior Online, was a bastardization of what Mech Warrior originally was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mech Warrior 3 is one of the best fucking mech games ever. Is that the one on the like, 360? The one with Nemesis? Let's uh, see. Uh, was that Mech Warrior or that Mech Assault? 
Oh shit! I might be thinking of Mechasalt. You're right. Okay, I, I know what game. was the arcadified version. It was. I had a lot of fun with that game, but it wasn't I, the same. I know what game no. you need to get, Connor. Hmm? Mech Mechanic Simulator. Tell me more. I'm interested. It's it's it's, it's an, apparently it's an actual game that's going to be released next year, uh, is, and is it, it on says Steam? it's on Steam. Is it in VR? Ooh. Um, it's I I don't think so. Um, but it's basically that would be like, mm. it's it's just like a mechanic, like a like a car mechanic game, but with mechs. Oh my god! Yeah, this looks really neat. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be $20. Where did you hear about this game? I searched for mech on Steam. I just wanted to see what mech games they had on Steam, and this was the first result. Uh, it says, The world has changed. We no longer care about cars, planes, or ships. This is a new age, an age of enormous machines. Huge and oh, powerful okay. mechs have become a re- reality. What? So I'm adding that to my wish list. This is like, <laughs> this game looks like it's armored core for people who don't like doing combat and just like building robots. Which, which is the, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> mech. Bu- so we need to create a game that's like PC building simulator, but just mech building simulator. Oh, motherfucker. These are the guys who made We the Revolution. What? Uh, Same guys. Is, is that good? Polyflash. Uh, yeah. People talk about that game a lot. Cool cool so there you go i'm i'm really liking how much the uh the mechanic simulator genre is kicking off because i i recently added tank mechanic simulator to my (laughs) wish list as well and it's like i don't i don't like tank shooter games but i really like tanks i'm really i'm still um, mad i'm still mad we couldn't play uh hentai battle royale I'm really mad that, that that never launched. I mean, if you if you like if you really want, I I could probably spend a weekend in Unity and just you know, I'd go find that that uh that default template that they that they used and just uh, make it again. Well, I mean, you have time. You have the time. It's true. I do have and the time. You might you might be able to make money off of it. Um Anyway, that's that's pretty much our our the biggest titty royale you've ever seen. That <laughs> uh, you might make money. Like, Are I'm not you even ready kidding. for big anime titties? Uh, so, so anyway, I'm gonna thank you guys for being here, Andrew Aroma. Fane, thank you for being here. No problem. Hope you're ready for Apple Talk next week. Yeah, woo. Uh, and Connor, thank you for being here. I will see you in about an hour. Uh, 30 minutes-ish. Yeah, yeah closer it... to an hour. Yeah, uh, that's why it's... you were getting all rushy. Well, not really. I mean, it's fine. I, gotta, I was, we're, just poop, we're just done. We're just done. We're just done. Goodbye. Poop, don't you? Goodbye. You're going to be a little poopy boy. Goodbye. You're going to be a little poopy boy. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs>